Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Motivational Monday on Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O, and thank you, everyone, for listening in. We're not going to do a quote this Motivational Monday, and just as I explained last Motivational Monday uh, last week, we're going to talk about not living up to our potential and what our potential really means. So I guess, in a way, this is about what Andy Frisella is doing and anyone who listens to podcasts and and wants an amazing entrepreneur podcast uh his is the best that i have that i know of um jocko's podcast is also great for leadership if i'm giving out recommendations but andy frisella amazing podcast the best there is out there the mf ceo project i recommend everyone listening in he's quite an entrepreneur he's got a lot of accomplishment and he's got a lot of wisdom so listen in but anyway he started this 75 hard um, I was catching up on podcasts back in early June when I heard the podcast about the 75 hard. So if you're interested in what you hear, you can go to his podcast and look up 75 hard and you'll hear the podcast about this. But basically it is 75 days straight, follow a meal plan, no cheat days, no alcohol, drink one gallon of water every day, read 10 pages of a personal development book every day. Work out twice a day, each for 45 minutes, not, can, not one right after another. There has to be separation, and one has to be outside regardless of the weather, and then take a personal progress pick every day so you can see your progress. And so I started this and recently just finished it, and literally without going into phase one, which I should tell you guys there are three phases after the 75 hard, which I haven't even got to phase one yet because Andy Frisella, for a friend of his and the Arete Syndicate, which is something he does as an entrepreneur group, uh, had a friend in there, wanted to get some structure in his life, wanted to live up to more of his potential, decided to start the 75 hard again. So back to day one of the 75 hard. So back to day one, uh, here we go. Day one all over again. So that's where I am. I've started it all over again. I've a few days in. By the time you guys hear this podcast, I'll be about six days in. And let me just sort of tell you guys why I think it's important. Obviously, you can go listen to Andy Frisella's podcast, but I want to give you guys a little bit of insight that I've had. So I started, it really took me a few days to build up the courage to start because I wanted to do it, but I was afraid that if I failed, what it would do to me because like if I did it, I had to figure out how to be on the road all the time. Now, my new Deborah and I travel about 40 to 50% of our lives for work. So that meant trying to figure out how to do my workouts, how to make sure I ate properly, how to make sure I drank enough water while being on planes, zigzagging across the country, airports, and all those type of things. So, where to start? Let's start with doing the fitness part and making sure I worked out twice a day, each for 45 minutes and one outside. This would probably be the hardest task for me. Um, I started off pretty hard, uh, went right into it, uh, and one of my 45, 45 minutes outside, I was running. First three days, ran every day for my 45 minutes, And then I would do a workout for 45 minutes um, 
in our home garage. Um, and one of those days I just happened to be in a hotel. The very first day I started, I was in a hotel, ran outside, went to the gym inside the hotel, did my weights. I follow CrossFit regimen, you know, high intensity, uh, interval training. And so that's basically what I do. That's how I design it. All that I followed quite a bit of what other people did and researched online. So that's how I started off my first three days. Day four, I go into the run and 45 minutes takes me about, it was about, I could run, I was running about nine and a half to nine minute miles. So I'm coming in on my last part. I ran over a little bit, but I was like, okay, I'll continue on, hit the five mile mark, hit the five mile mark and tear my calf muscle, strained it, tear it, just to the ground, literally not even 20 feet from where I had to go. I decided I was going to sprint the last hundred yards of it. Guess what happened? Messed up my calf. So I literally went through this thing that night, uh, wondering whether or not I should actually complete the thing or I should just give up. I was injured and needed to start over. And, and I don't know what it was. And the next day, like literally I'd gone to bed thinking I'm going to have to wait and I'm going to have to let my calf heal. And it's going to be six weeks before I can do this thing. And how am I going to do it? But I literally woke up the next day and I'm like, I have to figure out how to keep going. I'm already three days in. I don't want to start over. I don't want to wait to do it. How am I going to do this? And it just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I committed to do it. I've got to work around this calf muscle. I got to figure out how to push through it. And I've got to go to a darker place, I guess, or whatever you want to call it and actually figure out how to do the workout. So here's the, the thing. I've been in food majority of my life. Um, and I've been at food service partners and, and working there and being a part of ownership there for you know, 17 years now work with nutrition and nutritionists and work with regulatory compliance and we do food. So I knew my diet. I knew what best to work for me. I knew how that I needed to get my weight down to lessen the strain on my calf if I was going to do this thing. So I really just, I had already a meal plan. I just slightly tweaked it even more to make sure that I balanced myself out the best way I could to, to lose weight, but also to perform high, but keep as much strain off my calf as I could. Now, mind you, just so everyone knows, when I started the program, I was 227 pounds at almost six feet tall. I'm 5'11 and um, basically seven eighths. And I was carrying around 227 pounds and I worked out and I did stuff, but you know, I didn't really watch what I ate as much as I should have. I tried, but I didn't really follow it. I didn't work out every day. I kind of, it was kind of sporadic based on when Deborah and I were home. And I certainly really ate poorly when we were on the road. So while this calf muscle thing sucked, it became something that really helped get my head on straight and forced me into something. Um, I've been doing CrossFit for six years. Uh, up to this point, uh, some Deborah and I had written our own workouts here and there, but we also followed a lot of workouts online. It meant that I had to write my own workouts every day. I had to go around what was going on with my calf and figure out a way 
to do everything. It also meant that I would have to walk instead of run 45 minutes because walking does count. Um, as long as it's out, you know, outside or, or one of the 45 minutes indoors on a treadmill and you are pushing yourself. It also, you know, forced me to do things that I didn't want to do. Um, forced me to work on some weaknesses that I had because I had to figure out other movements because I was getting bored with the movements I was doing in order to get in that workout and protect my calf. So literally about, it took me about six weeks before my calf was strong enough to run again, just to give everyone a perspective. But in the meantime, I dealt with the pain. Uh, I dealt with um, trying to do box steps ups instead of box jumps. And I totally tweaked the way I did things to get through the 75 hard. Um, but I will tell you there were things. So hit day four, really got it into my head that I was going to get through it. I was going to get through it regardless of my calf muscle, no matter how much it hurt. I was going to walk the 45 minutes a day, every day for one of the workouts outside, no matter what it meant. It also meant that my dog walked with me, which ironically, he got in amazing shape as well during this process. It also meant that even more so I had to watch what I was going to eat and really stick to the plan and no slip ups, no cheat meals, no cheat items, no thousand calories here and there. I really had to watch what I was doing because I couldn't put any more weight on my calf and I needed to lose weight to lessen the strain on it. So Okay, 75 days. Um, I've been a pretty decent athlete all my life. It's a little bit heavier than I had ever been. I'm embarrassed to say at 227. Don't know where it was, but it was on me. And so I began doing it. And the, you know, days 10, 11, 12, those three days were some of the toughest days for me. I wanted to give up. I didn't want to do it every day. I was traveling. I'm literally getting my outdoor workouts in in the morning, walking, then coming home sometimes 11, 12 o'clock at night to our home uh, on some of those, on one of those days, working out for 45 minutes in the gym at like two o'clock in the morning. And there would be a lot of those days between days 10 and days 30. And I was running ragged. I wasn't getting much sleep. Um, my body was just angry. Um, I was moody. It was, I wasn't much fun to be around. I was stressed. I was moody. I was tough. My body was transitioning from not having any sugar because I eliminated pretty much all carbs except for rice, uh, in my diet, bread, everything, anything complex. I used rice as a supplement, uh, every so many days. If you want to find out my actual diet, please reach in and, um, direct message me. I will gladly help you. It's not a secret. I just followed a very basic one um, that I know from all my years in food service that works and that's easier than tracking macros. I do recommend tracking macros. I think it's the best one. But for me, being on the road and still taking on everything else, um, I, I know a diet that works for being on the road. I know it's a meal plan that sticks. I know it has all the same benefits of macros and understand the counting and all of that and, and basically understand a diet that needs to happen or a, a nutrition plan, I should call it. So I'm making sure I get enough nutrition as I'm working out that amount of time to supplement the water and the protein and everything else I'm putting in my body. So there's that. But 
you know, there were some dark days and a weird thing happened about day 30, um, through day 50, there was uh, maybe about day 55, there was a spike. There was my calf started feeling better. Uh, I was able to start running again, uh, very slowly, small distances. I was able to slowly nurse it a lot. I was doing a lot of stretching on top of doing everything else. I was getting used to adjusting my schedule for traveling. I was getting used to doing harder workouts when I was home and just getting through the workouts when I was on the road and pushing myself always. And every day, it was a conscious effort every second, but about day 55, I really hit a wall and day 55 through about day 65 or 67, I guess it was. Um, it was really hard to find the motivation to keep going. Um, I really struggled and it wasn't cause I was moody or I was having a bad day or whatever. It was just this creeping voice in my head that said, I don't want to do this. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why? What is the point? What are you hoping to accomplish? You know, what is it that you think you're doing? You, it may have felt good at first, but it doesn't feel good now. I mean, I was aching. I mean, I got to tell you, by day 65, 67, every, my joints hurt, my shoulders hurt. I couldn't sleep on my left shoulder. It was sore. While my calf got better, I was sore everywhere. It was just, I don't know what it was or why my feet were sore from walking all the time. Um, and day 67, I decided I, I'm not, this is ridiculous. You know what? I'm not going to back down. I'm going to step up my game even more. I got a weight vest. I put 20 pounds in the weight vest. Decided I was going to do all my walking with the weight vest on. I was going to up my exercises, up my weights. I was going to start to hit personal records on my weightlifting for CrossFit. And I started really fucking dominating. And I had to switch my mindset. And guess what? My body stopped hurting weirdly. My joints stopped hurting those last eight days. Everything felt better. I really really zoned in on the things that mattered in my working out. And I focused on the parts that were hurting just like I had on my calf. And I was able to adjust the way I did things every day. And so those last eight days were pretty sweet. And here's the truth. Basically I would have had about, I had about two days off. I didn't really stop doing the 75 hard or my routines or the five things because I was going to jump right into phase one, but I saw the uh, social media post by Andy Frisella and I jumped right back into 75 hard again, basically no days off. Started my day one again, went right at it. Not sure that's what I'm supposed to do, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, and here's the crazy part is... As I jump back into it, I realize how much potential I'm leaving on the table. And during those last eight days, I started realizing that I could do a better job and I could be a better person. So let me tell you some of the other things that happen outside of my physical appearance and my physical abilities during this program is I launched a leadership program uh, with all the people that work with me. Um, all the people at food service partners have an opportunity to do it. Only 20 people signed up for it. It was a voluntary thing. It's going very well. I did something that I've been 
waiting four years to do, which is start to redo the food service partners website in my spare time, started to rewrite everything. I still have a way to go, but the first draft of it's done. We haven't launched it yet. Anyone who's out there is looking, but it pushed me to do that. Um, I read books with intent. Like I've read, I read a lot, but I never read books with the intent and the processing that I did when I was forced to just do 10 pages a day and of a single book. That doesn't mean I didn't read other things or articles or what like that, but within it came to these books, I only read the 10, 10 pages a day. And what happened was I was able to put them into effect right away. Now I read three different books or four different books. Um, I read Harvard business review leadership, um, the 10 things on leadership. I read executive ownership by Jocko Willink. I can never say his name and leaf Babin. I also read there the economy of leadership, uh, by Jocko Willink and, uh, leaf Babin. And then I also read uh, Lessons of Leadership from Jesus, or Learning to Lead Like Jesus as a book. And those books all changed my life. But only reading 10 pages allowed me to put those things into practice every day. It allowed me to process it every day. It allowed me to do things that I've been wanting to do that I didn't do before. So... It's kind of crazy. Um, this 75 hard thing really works. It takes a lot. It digs deep in you. There's some dark places in there. I got to tell you, there's some places where you have, you want to quit. And that little voice inside you wants you to quit. And it's like, why are you doing this? Why not go back to your couch? Why not watch TV? You know, I don't even think I've, I, I watch so little TV right now as it will as it is. But when I started this program, I really didn't watch any TV. Um, just because I'm so dedicated to making this work and changing my lifestyle. It's, it's unbelievable. And it is a lifestyle change and it does make you realize how much you're leaving on the table and how much potential you're, you're not doing. It's an amazing program. It's, it's can be tweaked you know, your meal plans, your fitness, your activities to the individual and, and whether or not you have an injury or not, it, it really it accommodates all of that and it has very open meaning. You can't listen to books on tape, so that's out, um, but you do have to read and it's kind of crazy. I recommend anyone out there doing it to do it. I'd be happy to give more advice on books as I'm doing the second part. I'd be happy to share my meal plan or nutrition plan with everyone. If anyone wants to see it based on my background, I finally had the courage to take what I do for a living and for everyone else and do it myself. Um, that's a big step in the food and nutrition space. I, you know, like I said, I was able to read and put things into practice right away. And I want to talk about the gallon of water a day. The thing is, is what happened is I, my minimum became a gallon of water. Some days I'd even drink two gallons of water a day, depending on how many hours I was up or, or what my exertion level was. I also learned how to sump, use supplements in my nutrition plan, just so everyone knows properly and how to stack them with my workouts to make sure I had that energy every day. 
you know, and I really toned that in about day 40. Um, about day 40, I really adjusted to my body and understood what I needed to do for sleep and what I needed to do for supplements and what I needed to do for nutrition. Um, within all of my plan, nutrition plan, I stuck to my plan the whole time, so don't get me wrong, but I perfected the timing of it um, as I did the program uh, during the day or when I was working out and all of that. Um, but what the gallon of water did was the craziest thing. Like I used to drink mo- like two to three monsters a day, probably two to three sodas a day, uh, caffeine, probably eight cups of coffee a day. Uh, maybe had two or three glasses of water a day if I was lucky and probably two or three vitamin water zeros. So I was getting all the same fluids as the gallons of water I needed to drink, but forcing me to drink a gallon of water changed a few things. One is I only have one to two cups of coffee a day. I drink a monster here and there, maybe twice to three times a week. I have a vitamin water when I want some electrolytes into my nutrition plan, but no matter what, I hit the gallon of water. And how I did it, I literally, I have a water bottle. I need six of them to guarantee I go over that gallon of water every day. And I make sure I have three of them by the time I'm done with my first step. So I wake up in the morning, get two water bottles down, get my personal pick in do about do push-ups because I love push-ups has nothing to do with the workout but I do the push-ups or the 75 hard do the push-ups fill up my third bottle of water grab the dog put on my weight vest Deborah usually goes with me and we do the 45 minute I need to walk every morning outdoors no matter what the weather is no matter how hot, no matter if it's raining, no matter if it's cold, no matter if it's snowing, because there was some snow there in June in Colorado, we did it. And so all extreme weather, that's how I started my day. From there, it varied. Now, if I was on the road for work, got a little more difficult. I tried to get my three bottles of water in and my progress pick uh, before I left the hotel room. I would then go to work. I would try to get in my walk as soon as I was done with work, try to eat some food, then try to do my, my last part of the workout uh, for that day or another walk or a run once I was able to run again for that other 45 minutes, just guaranteeing that I had the two 45 minutes in a day. Here's the result also. When I weighed in on day 75, I was 193 pounds. I just want everyone to realize I went from 227 pounds to 193 pounds. That means I lost 34 pounds by doing the program. And I got to tell you, I've not once been hungry on the program. Never once. Not hungry. My nutrition plan, nothing. I still lost the weight. Never was hungry. Never starved. I had my, my protein bars. I had my protein shakes. I had my meals that I made sure I had a lot of protein, a lot of vegetables. I ate my three fruits a day. I made sure I had rice in my diet at least three times a week, about a cup, you know, of rice. And I can give you even more details than that. Actually, what I did, I ate whole, clean foods whenever absolutely possible within the nutrition plan, which was basically all the time because that's what I committed to, clean foods.
in Whole Foods, uh, sort of like the Whole30, and, you know, it goes into a lot more detail than that, but I never strayed from my nutrition plan once. Not, and I'm planning on getting through the second 75 hard the same way, but even better, I've stepped up my intensity of my workouts. I've stepped up my intensity of what I'm doing. I've started integrating in the weight vest, not only in my walks and my runs, but into my workouts um, here and there to start that. I've started to up the weights I'm using. I've started to up the amount of reps I'm doing, up the amount of weight I'm doing, and my body feels great. You know, my shoulder, my left shoulder had surgery a few years ago, still a little bit sore, but I got to tell you, I don't even notice the pain anymore if something hurts. It's just, I got to get through this. I have to do it for 45 minutes and I have to not fall today. I have to make sure that I stand up every day. And yes, every day you're like, there are some days, especially towards the end, we're like, bless it. Another day of this. When is this ever going to end? And now in the second round, I don't even think about it. I don't need to know when it's going to end. I just know that I need to do it every day and I need to do it with intent and I need to do it consciously. And I need to make sure that every day I'm living more and more up to my potential and I'm pushing myself farther. So last thing I'll leave it with is there was something inside of me that I was looking to find that I haven't found since I played soccer as a kid competitively and traveled all over the world doing, uh, and it's different now. It's, uh, it's all of those things. Plus there's a happiness in all of the pain and suffering that I'm accomplishing it. And it is suffering. There are days it's hard. There are days I don't want to pick up the barbell one more single time. There are days I don't want to do one more freaking push-up. There's days I don't want to do any more sit-ups. There are days I don't want to run. I don't want to be outside. I don't want to walk the dog. I just want to sit on the couch. But I push through it. And the interesting part is my downs, my emotional downs that used to happen a lot, work, something bad happened, things like that. I'm able to recover much faster emotionally. You know, it's crazy how quick I recover now and and go through things. That doesn't mean I don't process them. That doesn't mean that I don't go deal with them. It actually has taught me that, and I used to go through things. I don't believe in going around them, over them, and under them. I go through them, and that's the way I was. But something weird that has happened is I have trained my mind through this program to really go through it. Okay, this is a thing. I need to prioritize and execute. If I can't get anything else done or it's going to be a distraction, I've got to really go through it, take the time now, process it, go through it. What does it mean? Bam. That doesn't mean I don't think about it later. That doesn't mean it doesn't come up in my mind later. But when it does, I deal with it differently. And I've always dealt with things and processed things pretty quickly in my life. Not everything, but most things. But this is different. This is in a healthier way because I now have the tools for doing this program to do it. It's very interesting. And until you've been through it, you know, it's probably like one Navy SEAL to another Navy SEAL. I'll never know what they went through to go through training or or war or things like that. They only know and they only have that bond. But when you go through the 75 hard, you're going to understand a difference in yourself and the way you do things and in your lifestyle 
that's something totally amazing and it sucks and it's hard and there's pain and there is suffering and, and doing all of it every day. And there's time taken away from people, but you're taking care of yourself and you're a much better asset to the people around you. I'm a much better leader to the people around me. I'm a much better person to the people around me. I handle emotional difficulty much better. And that's sort of it. Thank you everyone for listening in. Look up 75 hard. Thank you, Andy Frisella. If you ever happen to listen to this podcast, you're, you've done wonders for me uh, and help lifted me up. You will see me one day at the Arate Syndicate. It's a goal. It's on my vision board, my new one that I just created. I will be there. I will work towards it. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. I love you guys, and have a great Monday.